This is the Assumption Church Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Assumption Church is a Roman Catholic community under the care of the Franciscan Friars Conventual of Our Lady of Angels Province. It is a community of faith which is active in service and its ministries bring the gospel message of peace, reconciliation, and love to Syracuse and all of central New York. Today we reflect on the word covenant. Covenant, and we sometimes think that there were only two covenants, that with Moses and the ancient people of Israel, and then the covenant that God made with the human race through his son, Jesus Christ. But in fact, when we look at the Old Testament, there are many examples of covenant. That is the agreement between God and his people, that they would be connected and that they would support and love one another. And so we look right from the very beginning, and we see that God made covenant with Adam and Eve in the person of Adam, as well as the person of Eve. And we see, why is that? Because the human race was made in the image and likeness of God. What is not yet clear, of course, in Genesis is the fact that they were made in the image and likeness of his son, Jesus Christ. That will be revealed over time. And then we have the covenant that we see in today's first reading, and that is the covenant with Noah. And so we see that the Lord makes covenant with Noah, but it's important to realize that it's not in the person himself that he makes covenant. No, rather there is from the time of of Noah right through until Jesus Christ himself that the covenant was only renewed in animal sacrifices. And so we see in Genesis not only that covenant with Noah, but we also see it in Abraham as well. And why? Because God asked Abraham to sacrifice again a ram in place of his son, And we see that Melchizedek, the priest that lives forever, that mysterious person in Genesis, that he offers animal sacrifice in Abraham's name unto God. Of course, the greatest of the ancient sacrifices of old, there are two. That is the covenant that God made with his people in the desert. And uh, after he freed them from the slavery of sin in Egypt, and he made covenant with them. But again, it's a covenant that's represented by an animal sacrifice. And then, of course, we see the great covenant that Jesus prefigures again, not only the lamb of sacrifice from from the book of Exodus, but then we see in the Kings and in uh, Samuel the covenant that is made with David the great king of ancient Israel. But again, we only have a glimpse of what is really on God's mind. And what's really on God's mind is that in the person of his son, Jesus Christ, there is the covenant that we need to concentrate on each and every day. For whether or not we accept it, we are part of that covenant. In other words, It's not about animal sacrifices, is it? No, in the very person of Jesus Christ, 
There is the covenant. He is the covenant between God and all humanity. Now, that may seem like it's splitting hairs, but it's really not. Because we see that in the covenant made in Jesus Christ himself, we have a place in that covenant. We are the people of God. We are the body of Christ. We are baptized, as the second reading tells us, into Christ Jesus himself. And so when we look at that, what are the implications of being in covenant and being the covenant between ourselves and Almighty God in the person of Christ? It demands a whole change in our life. It demands that we put aside any falsehood. And those falsehoods that we sometimes carry throughout our life is that somehow we are not worthy to be in covenant with God. So often in the great sacrament of reconciliation, I hear people talk about how wicked they are. No, you're not wicked. Neither am I. We can do wicked things, can't we? Right? As Errol Flynn wrote his famous book. I know most of you don't know who Errol Flynn is, but there's a group out there who does. All right? And so we know that we can do things that are bad. But what we can't do is change who we are. And in the sight of God, he looks at us only in the person of Jesus Christ. And he says to each of us, you are my beloved son. You are my beloved daughter. We can't change that. So often, I think people want to change it because they feel as if they're not worthy of God's love. No, of course we're not worthy. But Christ makes us worthy. And God has made covenant in his son, Jesus Christ, and the whole human race. Why is that so important? But because when it comes to temptation, as we see in today's gospel, we have the power to resist temptation. Not because we are so powerful, but because we are so weak. Because we rely on someone greater than ourselves to reconcile us to God, to keep us far from sin. Can we resist temptation? Yes, we can. But sometimes it's difficult, isn't it? And that's where we have to turn it all over to Christ. We have to say, Lord, I don't have any strength left. You be my strength. You be the strength I need to resist this temptation. You know what it was like when you were in the desert to be tempted as the Spirit drove you into the wilderness. You can help me now. So please help me to resist anything that separates me from you and from the love of our Heavenly Father. My dear brothers and sisters, let us never forget, we are the covenant of God. Nothing can change that. Not one thing, not anything we do. Oh, we can sin against who we are. That's true. And that's why we have the great sacrament of reconciliation, which I hope people take advantage of. If you haven't for a while, don't worry. Come back. Come back to the great sacrament of reconciliation. Don't say, well, you know, I haven't been in a couple of years or maybe decades. That's all right. God just loves you into life and loves me into life. For him, a day is nothing. A thousand years is nothing. It's all we are perfectly in union with him.
in the great covenant of life. It's the present moment. So throughout this Lenten season, please, if you haven't been to confession in a while, take advantage of that great sacrament. You know, we're at the mall uh, five days a week hearing confessions. It's a privilege for us to be there with you. It's not a duty. It's a privilege to be with the people of God. And if there's one thing I've learned after all of these years of hearing confessions is how good people really, really, and truly are. Why? Because Christ has made us good in the very person of himself. If his life, death, and resurrection means anything to us, and not just simply going through the motions, it is the increase in faith in our daily life, how much God loves us into life, and how much we are like him, for we are made in the image and likeness of the Son of God. We are God's beloved daughters. We are God's beloved sons. Thanks for listening to the Assumption Church Podcast. To listen to more episodes, connect with us in our community, or join us for worship, please visit assumptionsyr.org.